TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. Stories of that game and what happened in the clubhouse is just fantastic. There's no game that can bleep you like this one. <laughs> it's Roycey on baseball. Let's go here. Score North Twin Show, Patrick Royce on baseball. It's Patrick Royce and Derek Wetmore here with you. I'm in the studios in St. Paul. Patrick, you're in Golden Valley holding down the fort. How's she going today, sir? All righty. So uh, our twins will be headed to Seattle after winning two out of three in Oakland. Is that what we're assuming here? <laughs> that sounds about I'd right to two me. Out of three. Two out of three. They get a good game out of Brios and... Uh, Win another one, eleven to eight or something. Sure, and, uh, they would have. Uh, they would have won two out of three and head out to Seattle, of course, where uh, uh, we really uh, was probably the place that uh, around there we decided that this uh, coronavirus was the real deal. So yeah, we don't want to be messing with Seattle. We hope that they're doing well. Uh, yeah, I think they're probably uh, they're probably peaking. Just uh, they probably peaked a lot earlier than the rest of us. So anyway, yeah, we're just sitting here, but boy, it's not looking good at all, is it? For uh, for uh, when when we might be playing baseball, but yeah, you know who knows. Right. But uh, right now, it just it certainly doesn't look good. They're they're uh, putting a lot of pressure on people. I think that when the Olympics got to pull the plug uh, months early, I think that kind of gave everybody the idea that. Uh, we might not get baseball this year. Yeah, that's a possibility. It's definitely something that the league is bracing for. Did you see the uh, news that came out late last week, Pat, about what it would take to get this thing restarted? Uh, well, I, I see that what I saw was uh, $170 million goes to the players, uh, guaranteed that they to divvy up, and then there's no uh, lawsuits or anything if they don't play. But I don't buy the three or four weeks of spring training idea. Do you? I, I don't. I don't buy that at all. I, I think they'd be ready to play in ten, twelve days. Yeah. So Wes Johnson told us late last week that it would take probably that long—three, four weeks—for starters to get up to speed. But this is extreme circumstances, right? I, I mean, yes. It yes. would seem to me yeah. you could get guys stretched out to three, four innings or something. Well, the other thing they do would probably let you have, uh, <clears throat> you know. 30 players on the roster and uh you know for a you know what they used to do back in the day and most people didn't take advantage but they had they opened the season they opened the season with 28 player rosters and uh then would uh you know because of stretching out pitching and then on and on may 1st you had to go down to the normal 25 so i think they could go you know what 28 29 give you three extra give you three extra pitchers and you'd be able to make it through right yeah and they've talked about that a little bit too sort of the not taxi squad because they'd actually be on the roster you know you'd have three yeah, four yeah, guys yeah, they'd have to, they, oh they'd have them on the roster yeah 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 they i mean you'd have to nobody uh it's not gonna it's gonna do even less for complete games and we're gonna have more openers than we ever had but, uh, <laughs> As you say, extreme circumstances, and if you can get, you know, I mean, these guys are gonna, they're gonna have to get ready quicker to just, just that, and, and you don't want to risk pitchers, so you, you know, you let them pitch three innings and then go to other guys, and yeah. maybe you change your rules. Maybe you change your rules for a month, and a guy can get a win if he goes two and a third, you know, sure. we're on the mound when the game ends, something like that. Yeah, but, uh, they're gonna need a lot I, of guys just, to contribute the innings. 
Yes, yeah, I think they're they're going to have a bigger, uh, just a bigger pot of pitchers. But there's no way I got news for losses the week. With this thing still floating around, and you get your opening, uh, you got to go when you can go. And uh, you know now maybe Florida will be in good shape, and they'll be able to run guys down there for a couple of weeks, but I don't think you're going to get more than two weeks of spring training, do you? Yeah, and the thing that's appealing to me is if we do get this up and started, Pat, just in your either home city where your team is or go to the place that you're going to open the season and you just have two teams do a modified, you know, 10-day, ten ten two-week, two something like that spring training just to get guys' arms ready and see some live pitching and then here we go, uh, get ready on the fly. Yeah, it's uh, it is uh, going to be interesting. It's now we wonder now, like our guy Miguel, man, he had such a great winter. I hope you know he had he came in such good shape. Now he's back in the Dominican. But well, come on, Miguel, if you're listening, and we know you do, listen to this podcast, Miguel. Stay in shape, baby. You worked too hard for the last two years to let yourself go again while you're down in the Dominican air waiting for this season to start. Well, we saw Nelson Cruz live stream, Pat. I don't know if you were on the stream or not, but he was live streaming his workout. Crazy, right? Yeah. And, well, look, I I ducked in quickly just to see what was going on, and it was was about what you would expect. Nelson Cruz working out, a trainer sort of explaining what he's going through. Um, I don't know that there was much demand for it, but I offered up our services, too, that you and I might be willing to do that for people, to broadcast – our in-home workouts. Our workouts, yeah, as we go mm-hmm. through this all together, because we are all in this together. I uh, I did take a walk a couple three days ago, and that's such a nice afternoon today. I might go take another one. Yeah, wow. Uh, there's, there's not a lot of people out, but there's uh, uh, actually I think it was last Thursday I went down to Medicine Lake, and man, there were there were quite a few people out. Not not enough to you know that we had to worry about passing anything to one another. They were. 10, 20, 30 feet away, but uh, a lot of people out there, families with the kids riding the bikes, and uh, it was, uh, that's one thing we've been blessed with here in this ungodly uh, crisis we're in, is uh, wonderful Minnesota weather, considering we could have had 12 feet of snow on any day. It's been great, yeah, and the walk is a a really welcome remedy, too, and I don't just get outside some fresh air, stretch your legs, and and that's about an hour that, that you don't have to get rid of with the rest of your day, <laughs> you know. Well, we had the uh, we had the uh, TV crisis here uh, all day yesterday. The uh, the uh, you know I became a cutting edge type of guy and went to streaming in January, and the internet went out on uh, oh the middle of the night on Sunday uh, when I got up in the morning. I looked at my iPad to see something, and uh, there was no internet. And I said, "This can't be good." And uh, we were we were out with TV all day yesterday, and pandemics are bad. You know, it's bad when you don't have any sports on TV. It's really bad when you don't have any TV in the, <laughs> in the middle in the middle of a pandemic. You realize how much you rely on it, and you really realize how much you rely on it uh, when there's not a hell of a lot else to do unless you want to read it. As they say, you can read a good book, but. Uh, It is something, Pat. I I have baseball stuff for you. I do want to get to that. It's Racy on Baseball, the Score North Twin Show. But I got to ask, because I saw your tweets over the weekend, are you still without internet and TV, or have you solved no, that problem? No, the, I, we had a woman last night. I find I, I waited 
70 minutes on Comcast. I actually posted a video on this or sent a video. Waited 70 minutes and finally got this gal. Sounded like she was 35. I didn't get her name. But uh, instead of telling me how grateful she was that I was an Xfinity customer and how they were going to fix it, she said, okay, give me a minute here. I'll try a couple of things. And four minutes later, she had fixed it, which I was shocked because uh, we'd had some very noble efforts to uh, fix it during the day. But she uh, did it, and I, I declared my eternal love to her uh, <laughs> and and proposed to her and everything else, and uh, we, we got the TV back. So wow. we're, we're, we're doing okay. Yes, we're very happy. Speaking of heroes, Chase. Yes, Yes, he's a for she might not be a first responder, but she's a second responder. I'll tell you that because we had a fellow on earlier in the day for about an hour and a half, and all he wanted to do was tell us how much he appreciated us instead of doing anything to help the damn thing. Uh, and they keep, you know, they keep trying to send you the zap and all that stuff. Uh, and he working anyway. Yeah. Thank I, I forgot to get her name, but man, she she's my hero. You're back now, and you got a show recommendation for us. Uh well, Ozark's back on Netflix and uh, it's uh, terrific and uh, there's uh you know there's you just keep looking around I another one Ball Hall of Murders I'm not even sure where I watched it might have been Hulu or Amazon I'm not sure but that was pretty good okay Wall Hall of Murders so anyway over the weekend find a lot of stuff I knew we I knew we'd watch the whole TV though on Saturday night or Saturday afternoon the the wife was watching a uh, uh, kind of a look back at the Arizona Cardinals season, and she didn't even know they existed. She would go watch the Super Bowl if it was played in her backyard. I, I, that was the sign of desperation. I said, "That's what you get for watching every episode of Ozark the first day it came out, dear. You're, uh, you know, you, you didn't leave yourself anything else to watch." Pat, I do so, have a, anyhow. I have a non-sports fan in my life who recommended, <laughs> uh, unironically recommended that uh, series on Formula One racing. So you might give that a try. F one, oh, I think oh, it's okay. called. Yeah, yeah. There's some some good racing stuff out there too. Yes. Anyhow, baseball, uh, interesting. Twins uh, made their cuts. Uh, I found out my guy Lamont Wade probably wasn't going to beat out Jake Gabe. Lamont Wade got optioned and also Sean Poppin optioned, and then they reassigned a bunch of guys from spring training camp. You know, Royce Lewis, Alex Kirilov, Trevor Larnick. Those guys, whenever a season gets going, will be on a minor league roster, and your guy Lamont Wade was uh, sort of drew the short straw there. And Cave would now you're going to get the service time, but you probably don't get, but you don't waste an option with Cave either. He had one left, so that's probably part of it too, right? Otherwise, if you if you option Cave now, you're done. Well, you you don't have any options left. So yeah, yeah but keep in mind, so. Pat, that the option lasts for the full season. So if you're yeah, going to send right. him down at any point, then it wouldn't matter when you but, do it. But what I mean, if this season isn't played, then you got him. You got him again next year to to, uh, you know, you have to be down in spring training. Yeah, that's with, a good point. With, uh, that's, with, I wonder what will happen with, there. With, with, well, you, you won't have used an option, right? To, yeah, but let's just say, say on the roster all year. Well, like Lamont Wade, let's say, for example, let's say he'd used two options. I don't know this off the top of my head, but let's say no, he used two. Use one. Okay, then we'll go with that. One option coming into this year, and then you option him basically at the tail end yes. of camp this yeah. year. Now he only has one that's option. Yes, 
at the oh, end. Oh, that's interesting. Next year. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the way that would work, I guess. So, uh, yeah, the other uh, it, it is just absolute chaos, uh, and and why they were doing business they were doing. I uh, really uh, I I've heard like secondhand it really has hit the Twins executives this uh, last few days that uh, man alive they really thought they had a ball club you know I mean this is this might be a cliche and they're not boastful uh, guys but privately they really thought that this was going to be a terrific ball club they thought their pitching was better than other people thought they really liked the bullpen and they're getting there's a there's a creeping depression uh, among people not just because you're not playing but because you might not get a chance to see this team right yeah, it's i mean possible. cruises cruises 40 and uh Who's no? Who was they thinking of the one-year deal? The, the one-year deal guys could walk. Well, the one that would scare me if I was the Twins was the bet you just made on Jake Odorizzi. You know, he could be a free agent. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's true. A bunch that's of guys true. could actually, if they don't play a season, a bunch of guys would be free agents, and Nelson Cruz and Odorizzi probably at the top of that list. Yeah, I wonder with Odorizzi though. Then the uh, you can't use the. Uh, I guess the rules all apply. So Odorizzi's if uh, you don't you don't have the he doesn't have the option of the qualifying offer anymore. Right. right? He'd just the be seven, an unrestricted free agent. The seventeen million's gone, right? Yeah, so, that's so I did a list you know. on this on scorenorth.com that um and, and first of all, I should say we'll talk about the possibility of a season restarting um with this agreement that kicked in last week. But I, I will say, just for the the worst case scenario, Pat, that none of us, including you and I, really want to consider the possibility that there isn't a 2020 season, uh, it would have pretty big impact on the Twins roster. All of a sudden, Nelson Cruz, Jake Odorizzi, all these guys become free agents. Marwin Gonzalez, Trevor May, Homer Bailey, Alex Avila, Rich Hill, A. Ray Adrianza, and Tyler Clippard. And you don't hear any one of those names and think, well, that guy's irreplaceable. What could you possibly do? But when you look at the quantity of guys that you had made a bet on for 2020 and might not get to see that bet play out. It is kind of staggering when you look at it like that. And I got other news for you, too. You're not going to have a $140 million payroll when you come back from this thing because, uh, you know, it's it, you know they're going to be 30% of their – not just people coming to the game and everything. Let's say you come back next year, you're going to lose 30%. You'll have lost – 30% of your sponsors, 30% of your corporate season ticket. All I mean, we are going to get the crap kicked out of us when we come back to this thing. And their revenues are going to be down substantially. And uh, you're not going to see another $100. Some of the players might have to accept the reality that there's not as much money out there. But their payroll is going to be cut, I bet, close to low hundreds instead of 140 that they're going to pay this year. Do you think that's going to happen to teams across the league, or will it affect the Twins more? Yes. Okay. No, I think it's going to happen to teams across the league. Although the Twins, even though people don't like to hear this, was probably out over their skis a little more than they wanted to be, right? Yeah, they were spending some that, money. Uh, yeah, I know that. Uh, I know that uh, when they got to, they got when they got to 140, they uh, you know when they got Donaldson, they were out there. You know, they had to go to the boss and say, <laughs> "Is this a?" 
it was far above the number that they were working with when the year started. I think they were working probably in the 120s uh, was what they were looking at. They ended up almost 140. With, if some of these now, one thing is none of these bonuses are going to be made because yeah. you know nobody's going to get enough playing time. But it is an interesting deal that they made with. Uh, with the Players Association, uh, I think the Players Association made a good deal because they got some money for their guys, but they basically got that year of service for everybody. I, I don't, and somehow I think this is going to make negotiating a new deal with the union easier too, don't you? It's possible because I mean, every everybody's going to have to face the reality that there's going to be less money out there. Yeah, they put aside some differences to get this done I, relatively quickly in my perspective, just for listeners who um, aren't fully up to speed on that deal that was struck and reported. Thursday, the players agreed to it. Friday, I guess the owners ratified it, according to reports. Here are just some of the highlights. Uh, to return to baseball, we would need to see all these travel bans and restrictions and mass gatherings. Those bans would need to be lifted to play games again. Um, you mentioned this earlier, Pat, but that the owners will advance $170 million in player salary for, I think it's the first, what, six weeks or whatever it is. If there's no season, the players aren't paying that back. If there is a season, it will go towards their new prorated salaries. Um, there'll be bigger rosters when they do get going. The draft got killed in this agreement, just like completely gouged of money and rounds and resources and maybe pushed back. That's probably the worst upshot of all this. Yeah, that's... we got our kid. Uh, we got our kid with the, the Gophers, Max Meyer, that's going to go uh, middle of the first round, yeah. probably at, at the latest. Well, he's 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 one of the ones that'll probably be in good shape, Pat. But it's the it's those guys that are in you know rounds eight, nine, ten, yeah, going on further, or the senior signs, or draft and fall guys. Like that, the draft is just going to be significantly different, and no surprise because this deal was not negotiated with college juniors and high school seniors in mind. Probably going to be great for college baseball because uh, a lot of guys have come back. Good players. Sure, sure. Well, go support your local college baseball programs if you can. Um, The final thing I wanted to mention was that the postseason, and I want your thoughts on this, Pat, the postseason could stretch way back. They might extend the regular season into or all the way through October and then play some neutral site postseason games in November to crown a champion. What do you think about that whole situation? Well, that's probably, I don't have any problem with that. I mean, they got, I'd rather do that than, uh, you know, some other other things. I, I don't know. It depends. If you can get in 100 games, come in a season and uh, start the playoffs. If you can't get in 100, if, uh, I think 100 is kind of the magic number. Otherwise, you can end up. But I really think Manfred's going to use this to break out his more teams in the playoff situation and uh, try to, uh, you know, get that thing, get that thing out there and see if the public has an appetite for it. Uh, you're going to have a 16-team tournament, I'll bet you. Yeah, that's wow. what I think. I, I would, I would, I would, I wouldn't bet against that. One other thing is interesting is uh, Manfred's uh, and and the, the Astros plan to get rid of the minor leagues, uh, the lower minor leagues. Where are we with that? Because oh. it was supposed to occur. It was supposed to occur this year. I, I would think that uh, them and uh, the minor leagues are going to have to sign a two-year extension or something through 2022 and then worry about it later. Uh, I'm not so it. sure. But baseball had a lot of, baseball had a lot of big plans that they did not uh, that they did not pull off. 
Yeah, but counterpoint, I'm not for that, but you could see management saying, hey, look, we just don't have the money to keep propping this up this year. Sorry, this is the way it's got to be. It's it's well, still messy in that, my mind. Really, they could say that, but it would be a real bad look. Yeah, sure uh, it would. You know, to start dumping towns after this thing. Everybody, everything has changed in the world as far as the visuals, right? You're right. You, you can't... You can't look like you're putting the screws to people. Uh, I mean, Richard Petito is still the gopher football coach because of coronavirus. I mean, basketball coach because of coronavirus. There's Look how many basketball coaches got hired and fired the country, about 10 instead of 50. Yeah. You know, a lot of people just hung in there and uh, and, and kept their guys. So uh, this thing is, uh, you know, the you you gotta you gotta be PR conscious. This thing is gonna be uh, a a bad luck if you start dumping these uh, minor league towns. But then again, they could say we don't have enough players because we didn't have a draft and we didn't sign anybody. <laughs> I I suppose they could still do it. It's messy. But it would really look it would really look bad. Yeah. You're right about that. The one thing that was mentioned in the report, as for timeline for all the baseball fans out there who are eager to get this thing going, there was some belief in the game that we could be getting ready for a late May spring training, sort of an abbreviated spring and a June restart. The reports that I read on ESPN.com and in The Athletic said, yeah, more like July if we're allowing ourselves to dream. And, Pat, the thing that we said off the sh- off the start of the show, it's not a slam dunk 100% that there will be a baseball season this year. That's a That's a difficult reality that we've got to wrestle with. Yeah, we don't know uh, what the heck's going on, but I do think that uh, that it was a good sign that baseball and them uh, came to such a uh, quick agreement. So here's the deal we're going to do on this Ricey on Baseball. We're going to open a page in the Twins press guide and come upon a team, and then I'm going to tell you about that team. Yes, okay? I'm very much looking forward to this. 1972 Twins. 1972 Twins. I just crawled that page up. That team ended up 77 and 77, so we had the strike that year. That's right. That uh, that uh, delayed the season in 1972. It was a 154-game season, so we missed, I think we missed about 10 days to start the season. And uh, it was a team that... Uh, we were one year, you know, the 1969-70 teams, both were great. They got swept by the Orioles, both of them, in the eight first-ever ALCSs. Then in the 71 team, the hard times started. Oliva got hurt. Uh, Killebrew got hurt. Uh, had a bad toe. Uh, our, our, Tony ruined his knee. Tony, I believe, won the batting title on one leg that year, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. Tony... Tony, uh, in 71, Tony ruined his knee out in Oakland. He was hitting like 380, ended up hitting 370, 337, and won the batting title, even though he only played 126 games, but he was never the same after that. Well, 72, and uh, they got Blyle Evan, and that's about Dave Goltz was a kid coming up. Cott, Cott was still around. Was that the year they dumped Cott? I bet that was the year they dumped Cott. And, uh, yeah, no, no, the next year he dumped cotton. But uh, 1972 
was a uh, team that uh, they still had the great players, but they were, uh, you know, Rodney. Rodney only hit three eighteen that year. That was a, the pitching was still dominant. And in fact, that was the next year we started the DH uh, because of the pitching was uh, was uh, you know, so dominant. We started the DH in uh, nineteen seventy three, I believe. Probably we, yeah, seventy three, and that probably helped save Tony O's career. Oh, it did. Yeah, he would have never been able to play again. And uh, uh, that that was a great team. But there, seventy seven, seventy seven. Frank Willisie uh, became the manager, and uh, one of the youngest. That was Calvin's uh, great coach. Uh, that uh, you know, they Billy Martin got fired in seventy sixty nine. Uh, seventy with Rigney, they were really good. You know, that was probably a better team than uh, they actually won more team than won more one more game than Martin's team. 71, they fell back, and then 72, uh, he fired Rigney in the middle of the year and uh, named Frank Willis. He was the third base coach, the manager, a young guy, 33 or four. Wow. And uh, he said, I think they want an Italian as the manager because Billy Martin oh. was Italian. I don't think that was one of Calvin's great coach. He thought the reason they weren't drawn anymore was they didn't have an Italian as a manager. So, oh, jeez. <laughs> for 
uh, team, Calvin. Calvin was running out of money and desperate right then. So. Wow. Yeah, Pat, I we don't have time for it on this show, but sometime on Ricey picks a random former Twins team and talks about it, I would love to hear about that 1965 Twins team that went to the World Series and against Sandy Koufax and Don Drysdale's Dodgers. The greatest year of our lives, greatest three days of our lives. They beat the Yankees on Sunday, and on Tuesday we had the All-Star game at Met Stadium. It was uh, a clutch victory over the Yankees on the Sunday before the All-Star game. And it was, uh, you know, and then they, that was kind of that, that win kind of showed us they were going to the World Series. And then two days later, we had the greatest All-Star collection of all time here in the National yeah. League. So. Yeah, well, well, a couple we'll of reasons. That. We'll I, do that because we got about oh, six, eight, ten months to kill here, maybe before oh, we get the winter meetings. <laughs> Pat, I love talking baseball with you, but I hope we don't have that long uh, to do it without baseball and and get looking forward to a 2021 season. I don't know how you could take all the speculation. I know. I, I don't think. I don't. I, I, I just want to be able to get off the couch. Okay. Actually, I'm not in a couch. I'm in a, in a relaxing chair in the back. But uh, but I got TV back, so that's what counts. Good that's, deal. That's, Pat, thanks so much for doing this. All right. We will talk to you. Good night. See you. This has been a Score North Twin Show. Patrick Roycey on baseball. He's Patrick Roycey. I'm Derek Wetmore. Until next week, stay safe out there, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Planning for a secure future requires sound investment advice. That's why I rely on my guy, Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold, for guidance in planning and maintaining a long-term financial strategy. This is Ricey, and I've known Josh for many years. I trust Josh and recommend him because he listens and delivers the kind of service that you'll need to feel confident about your financial future. I encourage you to get to know him the same way I did many years ago. Call Josh Arnold at 952 952- 925-5608 and set up your 48-minute no-obligation consultation. Call 952-925-5608. You'll always get straight talk, not sugar-coated advice. Call Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold at 952-925-5608. Investment advisor services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. Planning to buy a new boat this year? Glenn Perkins here from my friends at Nelson Marine. The Nelson Marine difference is about customer service and a knowledgeable team of sales and service pros. Two large showrooms filled with an impressive inventory of the best brands in the business. London Crestliner Fishing Boats, South Bay Pontoons powered by Yamaha, Suzuki, Mercury, and Evinrude. Nelson Marine has been creating happy customers for 75 years. Visit their showroom on Highway 61 in White Bear Lake online at nelsonmarine.biz. To be your best every day... You need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the Sleep Number Bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples... Temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. 
plus special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.